Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One of those, this is like the end of the... That was abrupt. Oh, what happened? It was abrupt. <laughs> it usually it fades like out a little be... bit. Yeah, I don't on. know. We'll Something's going on there. Oh, it crashed. Oh, that's what's happening. I've got the <laughs> oh, spinning the wheel. Crashed? The whole spinning wheel thing. So, um, and it's like this stuff has been working all week and I didn't restart and because, and I, we've just been, it's been one of these, it's I feel like this computer as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, but yes, it sounds like this. There we go. You get it. Here it is. Not crashing. All right. It just needed, right. a, it needed a moment. Needed but a also, moment. Adobe Edition is also like gasping. So, um, here's one. Maybe you're going to switch computers with Cyril, who has the I, good actually, computer right I, now. Actually, I may do that. I saw it today. Uh, so, here's my my feeling. Um, why are Boston schools like closing early tomorrow? Like a Oh, ones of- around here did too. A bunch of kids at karate because our karate is like f- for a bunch of towns around here. And a bunch of kids at karate were saying like, oh, did your school have a half day today? We had a half day. Is the town like we used degrees? to live in had a half day. Some of the buildings don't have AC, I think is one of the aspects of what's happening so, wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. Through, through all the COVID money everybody got, nobody could get Put a in, wall in- unit from Walgreens. No. Although our school's the teachers do have window units. Yeah. That's what you do when you want to make a room cool. Yeah. And also, by the way, it used to also be hot in the past. Right. And it used to be buildings- everything more than it is now. And <laughs> we had to go to school. It was so I just think that's like ridiculous. Heat but, wave. Wu sucks so much. It's too bad because she's really kind of attractive. But I am. You know what? I am. I want what's happening to New York to happen to Boston. I want it, and I want, I want the crime. I want the destruction. I want Boston from 1971 to come back. I'm, I've had my time in Boston. Mm-hmm. I will tell my kids about that shining city on the hill that it used to be, Alice. My goodness, mm-hmm. a, a beacon for all to see. Three mountains in Boston. That's right. I am for it. Take the destruction is wonderful. There's people I, in our town who want to build a homeless shelter and take in a oh, bunch yeah, of the immigrant we'll get families. Oh yeah, to that right now. That is great. That that's in our town. Who's <laughs> that's this, in our who town. is this pro, profound moron? The, the way you take in people or tell people to take in people, if you're a good progressive and you voted, you voted for all these policies because you wanted mm-hmm. open borders because Donald Trump was bad. Is you take people into your big house, your old restored farmhouse, or your old McMa- your new McMansion, yeah. or your old uh, Victorian restored Victorian, and you let the migrants hang out in your uh, Range Rovers. And, right. right. The Shattuck's have don't have any room, so we're done. Right. So this is actually this spawned on our community Facebook page from somebody who posted asking. It, it, who felt unfavorably about the state of emergency and the National Guard troops and everything um, and said, uh, you know, one of the problems that she has with the new governor is this emergency she, de- she declared and now has called in the National Guards. So many questions that need to be answered. How will local municipalities handle the rising cost of additional kids in the school? How will our police departments address identities and background checks? How will this affect our local hospitals and emergency rooms? How will these folks be documented in our towns? Will the kids be required to get the same vaccines our children have to to attend school? In 2021, we saw it was not equal, and I've heard the school nurses say they're not allowed to ask those families for documentation like they do us. I I am a compassionate person, but we have our own citizens who struggle, and we have kids in the school system who already struggle to get their needs met without the extra burden. That's right. This it, is going can, to cause nothing but problems for our yes. State. And can I can can I buy please buy four hundred more dollars worth of school supplies that some other schools can get so that the migrant families can? Uh, I know we'd not... like to buy more boxes of tissues so that the migrant <laughs> families can get some at school too, because um, and then the entire town it seems like went after her. Really? For that post? Yep. I'll, I'll get it in there. It sure doesn't sound like you're a compassionate person. 
writes Eric. The commuter... Do I know this guy? Activating the guard to help at emergency shelters is one of the most compassionate acts we can take without significantly impacting any other programs. The state is granting right to stay in emergency shelters for homeless families. Um, And somebody else said, thank you for saying it and reminding people we are all immigrants unless you come from 100% Native American background. Immigrants bring a wealth of knowledge and a much needed workforce. You You see the results of immigration every day. They were immigrants too, okay? Of course they were. Yes. Of course they were. And I mean... They weren't so tolerant though, as a matter of fact. uh, Yeah, it turns out we didn't... We need... Do you eat Chinese food, Korean food, Japanese food, Italian oh, food? Great. Who are your doctors and nurses? We need the immigration system that. changed to allow these people to that. work. We have a major shortage of staff from hospitals to restaurants and everything in between. These guess people the have walked Alice. a thousand do, do you miles. Eat Chinese food? Well, guess what? Those come from Chinese people. That's what the Chinese people do. They do the food that you eat. <laughs> these people have walked thousands of miles to get away from danger. We should welcome them. We need more immigration judges in courtrooms so they do not languish for years waiting to be heard. We are lucky to live in a country with relative safety. And a bunch of people said, thank you for adding these points. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody. Can you go in? I'm not sure there is a single person who's defending her in this entire Facebook group. That is remarkable. Imagine some crisis happening in West Newbury and the surrounding areas. I teach in a school and all children are welcome and all families. There is really nobody. You should focus your attention on helping these people instead of worrying about them affecting you. That's beautiful. That um, is somebody said, true. this post is too incendiary. And somebody said, yikes, stripes. Oh, your buddy is in there, actually. The L- one who Lionel? Facebook stalks you. Oh. I mean, Twitter stocks, yeah. Is this uh, West Newbury People? West Newbury News? It's People. West Newbury People. Um, you can fill, please. Uh, I'm looking for more of the West comments. Newbury people. I don't see any. To read. Um, it's a little bit down. It's from a few days ago. Oh. Um, some, she, and then she replied, it's amazing how asking these questions made so many people uncomfortable. And somebody that we know actually replied, I'm not uncomfortable. You think people are uncomfortable, but the comments are just trying to say this page is not for fighting and you seem to be looking for a fight. The world has enough strangers fighting from behind screens. Maybe ask to rent or borrow a town room for a discussion and then post the topics here. And that way anyone who wants to discuss things can show up at your meeting and you can discuss in person in a civil way. Also, we can't take random posts as facts. No one wants to research your conclusions. Your takeaway should be they have things higher on the priority list than immigration. I don't know what the long-term outcome was on the vineyard with DeSantis's actions, but I hope we will all deal with the downtrodden. Well, wait, with whose the- actions? I don't know what the long-term outcome was on the vineyard with DeSantis's actions, but I hope we will all deal with the downtrodden with compassion like we did then. Wait a second. I don't know. Wait, was yes. she on the vineyard? <laughs> they sent she... them away. <laughs> no, they sent them into like a National Guard shelter again. I don't know. It seems odd to me that that is the. Uh, um, well, I don't. I don't see it. But this uh, is what I would suggest. Your friend the... from online said, "I'm not uncomfortable at all pointing out your mistaken facts in your post." Nor am I uncomfortable pointing out you never respond to any of the comments about your inaccuracies. You just blindly pushed ahead with your poorly formed. In the person opinion. he's yelling at, do we know her? Uh, no. Are you not comfortable enough with yourself to address the wrong facts you presented here? Because until you do, there's very little point engaging with you. By the way, your We Could Be the Next Sutton is another misrepresentation of facts and is fear-mongering. Sutton has a homeless shelter for families, and that is why they were sent there. West Newbury does not, but maybe we should, as we do live in a bigger community, a community of humanity, and not just West Newbury. These are all really good people. This is, once again, remember we talked about this, how lefties are all like this, like the Louis C.K. sketch where he tears up on the plane thinking about what a good person he would be if he gave up his seat to somebody and then doesn't, but he thinks about it and how good a person he is. That's what it is. I hope that we're as compassionate as we were when DeSantis sent people to the vineyard. Like, (laughs) you didn't do anything when DeSantis sent people to the vineyard. Why do you get credit for Martha's Vineyard now for being nice to the immigrants on Martha's Vineyard? Nothing's stopping you from inviting people into your house. I happen to know some of these people have in-law apartments and stuff. They have room. Yes, Go absolutely. For it. This is great. I can't find it. But yeah, I mean, now I'll we have the, the great thing is, is that now we have a list of IDs of people willing to take in migrants. Oh, yeah. Which is great. But the thing is, too, is like, and we've said this before, uh, the, she declared a national emergency. We're talking about 6,000 families 
in the state of Massachusetts. That's a lot of people. I think we should take them in here in West Newbridge. We, That's we a lot of all. people. That's on a scale like, so there's what, six million people total think, in Massachusetts? No, no, Alice, so no, I about, insist. I insist that we take them in in West Newbridge. How many people are in the town right now? About uh, under 5,000. 5,000 people are here right now. These so are, that means we could take in proportionally about five no, full families. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So we're taking in six thousand. All six thousand families. Yes, into West Newbury. Okay. I demand it. I'm asking you. We have space. You, we I, have I assume I, the, the only travel agent for them is Ron DeSantis. I understand is that true? <laughs> That's true. They're coming to Massachusetts for a reason. <laughs> it's not Ron DeSantis. It's not Greg Abbott. Okay, they can do symbolic stickets. They're coming to Massachusetts because. They know that the laws here. The good blue people, like all of yeah, the they people, all called you over and made their town sanctuary cities and mm-hmm. made their state a sanctuary state. And th- they asked for this, and they all elected a president who refuses to enforce any border policies whatsoever. I just resent you the Eric Adams cut, the new I'm, Eric I'm, Adams I'm, cut. I'm too. Getting okay, right just, to it. Just checking. Full support, and let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life. Have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to? I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. See ya. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. Okay. One time we were just getting what Venezuela. you wanted. We have literally thousands of young women who have cut off their healthy breasts. Go yelling at me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're the one who has the really good yard sign, person yard sign stuff. And that's, that's not me. Yeah. No human's illegal. You all called me a Nazi when I said it was wrong to cut <laughs> off the breasts. Here you go. Enjoy. Now we get Ecuador. Now we get Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Now we get uh, Western Africa. It seems like it's the, par- the paradise you've asked for. <clears throat> yeah. And my, my, what great diversity. Good for you. ESG score for New York City goes straight through the roof. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, haven't they heard that immigration is what, you know, we're a nation of immigrants and that that's how you get Chinese food and Japanese food and yep. doctors and nurses is by importing Haitian and Venezuelan immigrants fleeing natural disasters and economic devastation? I'm, I'm all for it. All for it. All over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. It's the Big Apple. It's really cool there. There's all sorts of stuff there. Skyscrapers. Yeah, and what's interesting is I've seen a bunch of people who um, were sort of uh, skeptical of the DeSantis Abbott whoever policies of sending migrants to blue states originally and thought like it was a stunt and it wasn't going to change anything. But here's the thing. It turns out that sending uh, migrants to the blue states has had exactly the desired effect politically Um, to in Chicago, in New York, in Massachusetts, everywhere that they've done this, they've created um emergencies and panic and we're mm-hmm. not as far along down the road as new york is obviously where people are starting to freak out and it's like impacting well, right. people uh, but, it, but yes you're right it's created a huge fissure there's a great piece in the uh, national review where it, there are literally in new york city there are no one there are no there's nobody to scapegoat but democrats right there are no republicans there Right, you can't blame anyone. It's Republicans, it's Democrats all the way down. Republicans don't hold anything in New York City. So, you know, it's all your city's policies and then all the border, the national policies are also all, you know, them. And we're getting a little bit far away from the Trump policy to be able to blame Trump. Right. Also, you know, because that's what the Biden administration has tried to do is, oh, Trump left us all this border chaos that we can't handle. And you, um, and you, you look at that. Not only that, but it's still in the news. Um, it's like they're still putting, like, the, taking the buoys down from the Rio Grande, etc. Like all of the obstructions to the um, invading people mm-hmm. 
the Democrats are still dismantling. Well, and also it's very, very difficult when you when I mean, Trump branded himself, but also Democrats branded him the mean wall guy. Right. When Trump was elected in 2016, Mm -hmm. that's what our daughter's friend said to her in class was she was really upset that Trump was elected. She was in first grade at the time. And that's what she or actually kindergarten, I believe. Um, She was in kindergarten at the time. And she her friend turned her and said, like, oh, my parents are really upset because Trump was elected because he's going to build a wall and keep people out. Like you can't by messaging like that when this is the situation in America right now is like everybody from the five-year-olds on down all know that Trump is the guy who wants to keep people from coming into the country. Right? Like everyone knows that everyone knows he's the wall guy. Everyone knows he's the strict on the border guy. Everyone knows he's the don't send all the people in the world here guy. So it's like you can't undo that branding now. Like Biden in the, debates in the 2016 in the 2020 election was saying rush to the border what did he say surge to the border yes so you can't like undo that kind of messaging he's the come to america guy for everybody and trump's the don't come to america we're building a wall you're not welcome here guy right and so like you can't once the public opinion starts to change and go the other way you can't point at trump and say trump caused this of course of course I not. mean, like, it's impossible, and that's what they're trying to do. Forget the fact that we're, like, three years away from Trump now, so you, it's not his policies anymore. But, like, everybody can see that it wasn't Trump policies that did this. So it, it's just, it's an impossible situation from them, and I, like, don't see it getting better. But it, you know, it's incredible to me that people in this town are so deranged like this. And yes. it's incredible that nobody else is sticking up for her in the group. I'm sticking up for her right now. Oh, you are? You're typing something yeah. in there? You found the post? Yes. Um, yeah, well, there you go. I'm uh, I'm glad that we're able to, you know, support all these immigrants in West Newbury when the schools just cried poor and passed an override again and said that they didn't have enough resources because they're so chronically underfunded and all this stuff and that we can't afford anything in the schools. And, you know, so I hope they're going to enjoy all the immigrant families that we have to add to the school district without additional funding, really, because it doesn't work like that. So, you know, well, We'll see how it goes. Since they all want to bring in people in, we'll find out what happens when that happens, I guess. Um, but yeah, these costs are real for municipalities. You know, they're not dealing with huge amounts of money. Their budgets are, like, towns of size, their budgets are in the tens of millions, not in, like, the billions. This is, this is, you wanted this, you wanted this, you got all the feel goods, mm-hmm. you all got to feel good about this stuff. And so, so what's going to happen now, and so in our town... It, w- there isn't much. So, what are these? Pe- how are these people going to feel? These people who uh, bought one point six million dollar huge farm houses with m- much acreage, when the only place downtown that serves really any food that has anything is one mm-hmm. tiny market, and it's going to be covered with dudes in the parking lot. Do you think they're going to still go to that market? Uh, no, no. They're going to go somewhere where the yeah. dudes aren't. You'll also notice that all the same people will cry on the community Facebook page when every single farm gets sold into developments and people build houses there. So just the irony of them whining every time anything gets developed and anybody builds any housing and then the idea that they want to house thousands of new people here for some reason because they're so compassionate, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it doesn't stop. The migrants aren't done coming here. You know what I mean? It's not like there was a crisis and we sent the migrants here and now it's done. It's like the numbers keep going up of people who keep crossing the border and more people keep arriving. It's right. It's a disaster. It just and whenever you do this, it just encourages more people to come. Well, I mean, at some at some point. First of all, shame on everybody who voted these people in just because you've decided not to learn anything. You decided not to deep any diver than uh, deep any more further deep uh, than deeply, more deeply deeply than, you know, than the, 
smooth jazz and babbling brook sound that on the NPR stuff where you get your news. That's as far as you went, and it feels good, too. Well, this is ugly. This is not good. It's not good for migrants who are traveling, who get murdered and killed and sexually trafficked. It's none of this stuff is good. This has been an issue that has been and solely an issue that has been the concern of the right, and you've been calling us Nazis over it for the last 30 years. F you. I am not I am not concerned. But you're really good people on Facebook and the West Newbury Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um you're really good people. I look forward to when you take them in. I think that's fantastic. I have we have five citizens here already in this house. We're all full <laughs> up. Sorry about that. But I've seen some of your houses with some of the Yolan signs. There's gotta be like fifty five hundred square feet. Some mm-hmm. huge places. That could be migrantville. Have fun. At the very least, set up tent cities in some of these yards. You oh, guys have like farms you're not using. That is so true. Absolutely. I want to send. I can. I will. I am for calling this. We call it town Bidenville. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Fine. They're, they're ruining all the good parts of the town anyway by making the developments. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be fine with migrant tent cities instead of McMansions. Let's go. Yeah. Let's <laughs> I'm go. I'm all for it. So, yeah, should we switch gears a little to the happy I, topic of divorce? Well, I want to get to my friend. I want to I want to uh, talk about my friend um Emily. And we're going to get to that in a second, okay. believe me. Um I want to talk to my friend uh, talk about my friend James Fallon. Okay. Are you familiar with him? I have. I didn't see this though. Don't worry about it. Jimmy Fallon, he he put Rolling Stone talked to eight whistleblowing employees, former and current, and maybe mm-hmm. even more than that. Apparently, it's Uh-oh. just... What? Whistleblowing employees? It's a, ma- it's a mess over on that show. Jimmy Fallon employees complain of hangover-fueled mood swings. Jimmy Fallon might be a cheerful presence on The Tonight Show, but behind the scenes, that's reportedly not always the case. Rolling Stone interviewed 80... Oh, crap, 80. That's a lot of uh Wow, what did he employees. ever do to, to deserve to get knocked off? A 80 current or former staffers, and apparently not one had a positive thing to say about <laughs> working on the show. That's a lot of former and current staffers. So, this is what I want to say about this. First of all, mm-hmm. they're probably spoiled millennial, millennial p- pussies anyway. And, like, if you were around comedians, comedians, like the real ones, like which Jimmy Fallon was, it gets a little rough off elbowed over there. So, one, mm-hmm. one, I think these millennials are pussies anyway. So, I, I'm already with Fallon. And employees told the magazine Fallon is prone to erratic behavior and outbursts. Which is not uncommon for creative people because he's better at what he does than most of those people are better he's than the they do. They're complainers. Eight former employees said Fallon's demeanor seemed to depend on whether he was hungover. Welcome <laughs> to the world. You don't say. No. You know, uh, if, if you ever wondered why maybe your boss is an a-hole some days and not other days. And I used to work for a boss in it radio. I used to work for a boss in, in, in radio who used to start off the day very cold and right around noon used to get very jovial. <laughs> and and then she'd invite people into her office, and out of the office, five jovial people appeared. Hmm. So, yeah, it is a thing, okay? Sometimes sometimes people, there's the people who are banged up and who will sleep under their couches, their desks, and I know those people as well. There are people who are in a bad mood if they're hungover. And there are people who start in the morning and just do it and they are great. They microdose. Right. Well, I like I I told you, and I I could never do that. Like I, I certainly can't do it now for my show. I'm inarticulate enough, but like I've never had a job where I was ever drinking. Although somebody at a radio station spread a rumor that, that I was, but I never was. Right. I, like, I had been given some. Uh, if you want to know the story, Lyndon Byers gave me a bottle of tequila because he was a great guy. I was the front mm-hmm. desk receptionist, so I kept it at my desk. Then I got a job at RKO. And moved it to that desk, and this guy had a, just a problem with me, so he was telling everybody I was drinking, which I was not. Obviously, I, I, the, the two cannot mix, especially in a job where at that point I didn't know what the freak I was doing. But anyway, but but there was a lot of it going on. But like so so for instance, the only I can tell you this though, mm-hmm. the people who do drink in drink at work, I think because and I did there was only one job where I ever did that. And I didn't at first. I think I worked there three years. I worked at, worked at the Harvard Club up at One Federal in Boston at a skyscraper. Great place as a bartender. Mm-hmm. And the bartenders and the waitresses all drank, the servers. This is for functions. And I was like, uh, no, I'll get out of here at 11 or whatever. And I'll, if I want to go out, I'll find a bar. If not, I'll just wake up in the morning or whatever. Uh, I was never like, the, the two things just don't mix. Until year number three, when my 
my manager, a guy who like gone to Johnson and Wales or something, he told me that like, uh, oh yeah, the managers all, all drink during the shift too. And I said, really? Wow, just you're mixing the two things, and then I mixed the two things, and then I and it didn't go well. No, no, and then I adopted that into my plan for oh. the evening going forward. I thought, what am I not doing? Not this stuff is good, high end booze. They're all having fun. I was all having fun. It definitely, it changes work. And I, you know, like when you're doing when you're bartending. I mean, how many? At least in 1996, you got to think three fourths of bartenders were certainly on drugs and always wasted. I mean, or somewhat some. How would you not be? There's free booze in front of you. What are you doing, right? Especially if you're a younger bartender. I think I think you guys can let me know. You let me know if that's what you were. I was never a real bartender at a bar. This was just for functions. All right. Fallon was prone to erratic behavior and outburst. Eight employees, depending on who he was hung over, two employees were called witnessing Fallon, Fallon seemingly inebriated at work in 2017, Rolling Stone reports. Well, another two said they smelled liquor on his breath in 2019 and 2020. I consider these these uh, um, employees total bitches and, and narcs and rats. It's like, you know, he's Jimmy Fallon. He works in Manhattan. I'm sure there are liquid lunches and... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All sorts of the rock and roll things going on. They just, Salty, they weren't part of it. <laughs> I'm sure he was buzzed. I'm sure sometimes he was just plain out bleep-faced. It's pretty freaking fun being Jimmy Fallon, being 40 years old in the middle of Manhattan, you know, with a bunch of other funny-ass celebrities, uh, you know, at some club having lunch. I'm sure it was. He's still better. Drunk Jimmy Fallon is still better at doing Jimmy Fallon than you are at you to these people. <laughs> and two employees also recalled an occasion which Fallon scolded a crew member who was holding his cue cards so harshly that <clears throat> Jerry Fein- Seinfeld ordered him to apologize. <clears throat> it was one of the strangest moments ever, said one of his former star- staffer. <clears throat> I have worked alongside. I have been berated by people who have still been feeling it. <clears throat> And um, it's part of life. People have bad days. I'm sticking up for Jimmy Fallon. He had this big thing where he's brought everybody in and said, I'm sorry if it's a toxic culture, this and that. Time for him to do a a stint in rehab and to do like the apology of like... I don't think he's done... I think if he had had an affair or been Harvey Weinsteining it, I don't think he has to do that yet. You don't think he's there yet? Just no. Just from people plus, saying he was showing up at work. Right. Plus, if, if you're going go to re- if you're gonna go to rehab, now he's got to take it underground if he wants to keep drinking. Oh, that's true. Which makes it more you know, difficult. Just say you had a bad night. Like, I don't even know. Or, or I, guess, I guess Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is a guy who has bad nights. In, in incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> he says stuff when he has a bad night Oof. that you don't want in your lexicon if you're a celebrity. Yeah. But okay, we can get to the divorce, ladies, Helby. Yeah, so I've been sort of interested in this in spite of myself. Um, the biggest divorce in the news is obviously um, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, which I don't know if you know who any of those people These are. Jonas Brothers. I don't know who Sophie Turner is. She's the redheaded girl on Game of Thrones. I, that's not me. Um, so is that anyway, the Tarkinian? Is that her? She's Sansa Stark. Okay. Sansa Stark, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, so she's a redheaded girl on Game of Thrones. Um, she married him when she was 23. He's like a little older, like eight years older or something. But she married him when she was 23. And um, they're now getting a divorce. And I've like gone back and forth on this because it's sort of he's clearly been doing a huge PR push. Have you follow you haven't followed any of their Not stuff? Not really. You? I think I saw it the other day just to tell Sally that they're getting divorced. So yeah. So but basically like he's clearly like done a big push. He's the one filing for divorce. Okay. And um he's been clearly doing this big push to um 
like control the PR of the narrative, which this is like primarily why this interests me because he did, he immediately like in his divorce thing. So they put out the statement, like we've made a mutual decision, blah, blah, blah. And then like he put out in his petition to get the divorce. It says that the children have been living with him in Miami. Mm hmm. Um, and like have been with him on tour and then um, there's been like a bunch of stories that have clearly been like fed by his PR team to outlets. Page six has unhappy Joe Jonas tried to salvage Sophie Turner marriage filed for divorce as last resort. Joe Jonas filed for divorce from Sophie Turner after catching her on their ring camera claims source catching her doing what I'm not totally sure, but um, trying to like imply she was doing something shady. Um, and then the Daily Mail has Sophie Turner, 27, felt trapped in her marriage. Joe Jonas and wants to relive her youth after marrying and having children young. Friends say as she's seen downing shots and uh, seven pound cocktails in Birmingham days before uh, Joe Jonas filed for divorce. OK, so-, so the narrative that he's pushing is she was too young. Now she wants to go out and party. He's stuck taking her and the kids. She's not. Mm-hmm. Like fulfilling her responsibilities, and she's a partier, and he's like. I side with him. She's guilty. I, I mean, like, if that's all true and accurate, I don't know. Like, I mean, then okay, fine. But like, it feels a little too strong to me. Like, I'm suspicious of it because it's so like it's so clearly like this coordinated messaging effort that. It feels weird to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of... No, it doesn't feel weird to me. I mean, he he's a guy, so the humiliating thing is that she's probably high-profiling, cheating on him. I and don't so think that instead of the guy who's that. like the cuck, who, like, who's the chump, he's being a good dad. That's the way to swing, swing, swing it. I think that's good. But, like, why not then tell us what's on the ring hammer? Joe Jonas, this is his TMZ, saw or heard something with Sophie Turner that was the last straw in his decision for fi- to file for divorce. Multiple sources tell TMZ Joe had access to a ring camera he said captured Sophie saying or doing something that made him realize the marriage was over. Well, there you go. Well, well, we don't know what it was. Well, that's what Joe is saying. You can leave it to your imagination. He doesn't want to ruin the the, the reputation I mean, of their kid, their kid, uh-huh, ch- yeah. children's mother. He's a good doting father, perfect man. I see you on our security cameras going outside in the yard to relieve mm-hmm. yourself, like every night. I could say mm-hmm. I saw something doing Tom doing something on our security cameras. You see it that really just made me see him in a different light, yeah. and it, it would sound like you were doing something yeah. totally shady. It in the dark. In front of bushes? <laughs> well, but this doesn't say... That's what she could have been Where doing. Your, it doesn't say. It just well, says on, that he saw on. her on... He caught her on the it's ring just camera. two people who could it have made been him realize six months ago. Ma- Let me ask you something. Where are you and me going outside and relieve myself uh, in in the brush? Um, I enjoy seeing you on the camera. And I, oh, my phone banks. I have a little alert that motion was yeah. detected. And I mean, that I door is so much closer to the bush. And plus, I, there's, I've, I have 18 kids, soon to have some migrants here as well. And so you guys take the bathrooms. I'm like, this is living. It's got my own little penthouse over there. I got my TV. And yeah, going. I think is guys especially, going outside is a true validation that you're a property owner. I mean, we... <laughs> Well, I can, Technically. Alice. Well, before, it's going to be harder to do when we're in the projects. But, uh, yes. Um, well, I think it's all decriminalized now in the cities, so. They don't arrest people for that or whatever. But I think they arrest me. I'm not sure if I'm. <laughs> if you're the right demo. Yeah, I'm not sure about um, that. But anyway, so I, I just, I'm withholding judgment because it feels very, uh, it no, feels very artificial to me. I don't know that, like, it's true that she's a big part i also don't know you know uh, i just something feels off about it to me like it feels off about it to me that like this idea that she's just leaving her kids with him and going out and partying like they're celebrities and they're wealthy both of them and like they can afford babysitters and to do stuff together like if you saw and this is and this is just make believe if you saw on the ring camera if you saw me making out with a woman, what would your feelings be? Well, I don't know. It doesn't say she was making out with no, anybody. No, 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 no. But me. 
Because then I'm going to tell you what my feelings would be. I don't know. I guess I would be jealous. That I like. Yes, that's okay. Good. My feelings would be this: if I'm caught on camera, mm-hmm. oh, Lord God, please make her hot. Please, <laughs> please, please don't tell me I would have thrown her all away for like for what like Match.com would tell me I should be throwing it all away with. Oh, dating okay. is vicious, Alice. Dating is vicious. <sighs> so. Anyway, so then uh, em- your girl, Emily Ratajkowski. Who either just liked what I said, retweeted what I said, or maybe even friended me briefly. You think so? Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. I forgot what it was about. But yeah, we were a Did team. you meet her like at one of the Super Bowls or something? Never in per- Not on, uh, in person, no. I didn't meet her in person. It was something to do with some th- women's issue. I forgot what it was. But anyway, I, I liked her because she defended um, Melania Trump. Oh. Yeah. But then I thought you didn't like her when she complained about the Robin Thicke video. Yes. The the video, right. That made her famous, that one. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, okay. Um, so let's go to... So anyway, so she weighed in. This is She weighed in because Sophie Turner's getting divorced. So it seems that a lot of ladies are getting divorced before they turn 30. And as someone who got married at 26, has been separated for a little over a year... 32 i have to tell you i don't think there's anything better if being in your 20s is the trenches there is nothing better than being in your 30s still being hot maybe having a little bit of your own money figuring out what you want to do with your life everything and having tried that married fantasy and realizing that it's maybe not all it's cracked up to be and then you've got your whole life still ahead of you um, so for all of those people who are stressed or feeling stressed about that, about being divorced, like it's a, it's, it's good. Congratulations. Congratulations. So now the Thoughts? conservatives are big mad about this, like Thoughts? Matt Walsh and everybody. So once again, I have mixed feelings cause I disagree with what she says. I don't think being divorced is great and there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'm willing to cut her personally some slack since I read what her marriage was actually like. Do you know any of this? No. Her husband was like some like movie producer guy. I can see that. Uh, of course, she's some douchebag that, that attracted her because she's shallow too. And she's not a handsome guy. But anyway, his name is Sebastian Beard. Hey, we, don't Mc- go, we don't go by those standards, I Alice. don't think you'd like him. I'm going to send you the I don't picture like him. of him. Uh, I don't think you'd be a fan. But anyway, um, I'll send you his picture. But um, his name is Sebastian Beard McClard. um, And he not only cheated on her, but was cheating on her with teenagers he was grooming on the internet. Demerits for that, I would say. And like... you know, dangling the prospect of like being in movies for like seventeen-year-old girls. He's a popular like, producer. Uh, that's pretty standard. <laughs> this. Um. Oh, if she was following me, she's not anymore. That means I'm yeah, gonna have to unfollow uh, her. So yeah. So she. One of the things he's accused of doing was that. Um, this this is the earliest allegation. This was before he was married to Emily Ratajkowski, but. Um, but some of them are after as well that he was cheating with. But this one starts in early 2016 when he was working on the movie Good Time, which was released in 2017 and has Robert Pattinson in it. During the film's production, he reached out to a 17-year-old girl through Instagram after meeting her informally. Um, he told uh, some the people making the movie he'd found the perfect person to play a small role in the movie. The 17-year-old reportedly came from an impoverished background in New York and had been mm-hmm. a fan of Twilight and was excited to get the chance to meet Robert Pattinson. However, she never got the chance to work with the actor when it came time to shoot her scene. He was not on set. Instead, she was paired with an actor who had recently been released from prison. Uh when filming the scene, the 17-year-old was naked, and according to the statement, she felt utterly stunned and terrified, and her distress only worsened when out of nowhere the actor whispered in her ear if he could stick it in while the cameras rolled, and she said no. Uh, yeah. The I, I, scene in question does not appear in the final cut of the film. Uh, the girl stated that uh, he didn't discuss uh, payment for the scene, but afterwards bought her a pack of cigarettes. So Well... Okay, now, so, um, 
Yeah, that, he's a dirtbag. Fine. Well, so, uh, okay. so well, I don't he's a begrudge who likes underage girls so, uh, and who's sketchy and weird and like I. I find that that's whole all story on her, of course, okay. Radikowski, but for look, marrying that dude and having him with him. But yeah, uh, but, but, here's the thing. but like, it's so I don't blame her for being happy. She's divorced and for no. projecting that onto other people necessarily. Well, she, what 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 name did she not mention in that sixty second? Oh, as someone who's been uh, separated now, it's so freeing and wonderful. You can do this and that and go out and you know, have a little bit of money. What name did she not mention? Uh, her son? Correct. Also the name of my first cat, Sylvester. That's mm -hmm. right. What about, it's not supposed to be, now she's free to do stuff. She's, all that time that she's free to do stuff is supposed to be now donated to him. Right. But no, she's now still free to do stuff because you don't have to uh, divorce Sylvester. You can just stick divorce. him with a nanny. Yeah. Instead of filling up those hours doing things with Sylvester, doing things even with the dirtbag husband who might be incarcerated soon. <laughs> the matter. She is absolutely shallow, and I've unfollowed her now as a result of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so which brings me to last but not least. It's not um, last but not least, I don't think, is it? Is it? KJP? Is that last? I guess it is last. Well, I heard the news post hearing about Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, apparently. But anyway, so... Um, Last but not least, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre is separating from her longtime partner as well. Yeah, she's the lady from uh, CNN. So, you know, and we don't know what their situation really even is yet, do we? Uh, no. Uh, what do you mean? Sep I don't know. What their like what? I mean, I mean, do you know any of the details of any of it? I don't know. I know that they've they've decided to separate. They're both public people, so now they've decided to celebrate mm -hmm. after ten years. That's a long time. Yeah, I'm not longer than Emily Ratajkowski I, or uh, Sophie Turner. I didn't like. I I thought lesbians pretty much stay together for life. I thought that was a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Or that's what I hear from people in the gay community. That's the thing. Uh, Andrew Sullivan says, she says that she's now that a single mom Andrew who's co-parenting a nine-year-old with Malvo. Andrew, Andrew Sullivan says, like, what's the difference between a second date with gay men and lesbians? He said, with gay men, there's no second date. And with lesbians, the, the woman arrives with a U-Haul. Uh, because it's forever. Or it used to be, Alice. It was a better world than it was. I guess not. Is there anything else that we have to get to, or should we do the chat chat? I'm just wondering if there's something that we forgot because you said yesterday that you thought you. I thought I thought yesterday we got out of the show and I was like, oh, you know what we didn't talk about, and then now I don't remember what it was that it I could have been the Eric Adams thing to get to. I don't think so. I mean, there's new polling out. Liberals are freaking out about Trump being too close to Biden. Unfortunately, all their other people poll worse against Trump than Biden does. Everybody else that they poll him against. And and unfortunately for the Republicans who would like to say that they should nominate someone other than Trump, Biden polls be as well or better against a lot of other people. Not well, not every single person. Uh, Nikki Haley, weirdly, in this CNN poll, polls really well against Biden. So there's your girl, Nikki, that I don't necessarily understand or get it. But, you know, some I kind of feel like really there's almost... It. The people trying to make that happen and force it into happening. Um, God, I do feel like that we're we're missing something. Steve Robinson caught a hawk trying to kill his stick chickens. Uh, the view are panicking over the poll. Um, Jake Tapper actually has been landing some shots. This is uh, Cedric Richmond, who's Biden's campaign co-chair, mm -hmm. with Jake Tapper trying to explain away the polls. We believe that when you tell people about those accomplishments, those numbers changed tremendously but has the president not been telling the american people about those accomplishments for years now he's, hit he's been governing he's been uniting the west so we can continue to make sure that putin does not take ukraine and doing all of the things that he should do uniting as president the west. now <laughs> that the campaign starts we go out and we talk about all the things he's got to tell his story i see they haven't told this story ah. very much uh, let's see. There's the campaign chair in uh, Minnesota, Democrat who got mugged, who now is saying we got to cut down, do crime, be tough on crime. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but uh, I think it's fantastic that Democrats are finding out 
Um, oh, this actually climate change thing is a great article. Did you not read this? I didn't have time to read it. No. You know, we can we can do more Sunday, but this guy wrote. It's a great. Did you even see it? I saw that you sent it. I didn't. It's this guy wrote Patrick Brown. His name is. He's a climate scientist, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this article on the results of like climate change on the weather and wildfire, whatever. And he. It got published in like Nature magazine, which is a big deal. Nature, mm-hmm. um, and then afterwards he wrote this thing in his own publication to say, "This is how I did it. How I got it published is I took away every other fact that could have been added that would have diluted that it's simply man-made climate change that did this. And I took them all out, and they were happy and thrilled to punish me. And he said, "This is how this works. This is how editors." Uh, you know, you know, glean through stuff like this, mm-hmm. and this is how it, it, it. This is how they make it seem like climate change is a consensus. Maybe we'll try to fix that for um for, for Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, there are we are the our our castle has been breached here anyway. Uh, Alice, what is the hot sauce? It is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Line, where you can leave a message for the show on the chat chat. If you can only choose one, yes. which one do you think will actually happen? Trump becomes president again, Hunter Biden spends one day in jail, or Obama comes out and actually admits that he did have a gay lover. We all know that none of these three things are going to happen. They will keep Trump off the ballot, Obama keeps his mouth shut, and the big guy keeps Hunter out of jail. But if you have to choose one, which one do you think would actually happen? I pick Obama. I pick Hunter. Really? You think Obama? I think they could do a push now, like with how much things have changed since 2008 in public opinion. Well, that tosses him off of the uh, the co-president ticket with her if somebody wants her to run. Well, I mean, he doesn't have to say he's leaving her. or He just says that, you know, like many people, he's had a diverse but, but sexual experiences. And well, that's not making it rain. You don't you don't waste this opportunity. To have an honest conversation with the country, he's a he's a he's an opportunist. He want to shake people down for this. This is to oh, I think he would do it if it would, he thought it would make people like him. But I think in this day and age, I think it would make a lot of people. If he like were him. really cool, he would say yes. Okay, I've had many gay affairs, but not with that effing guy who was with Tucker. I, was, <laughs> I would hope that he would have better taste, don't you? We can only help, honey. You know, mm-hmm. like Radikowski at least had good taste. Dr. Cheswick. This says Dr. Cheswick off the floor appetizers. It has directly to do with Cyril Shattuck <laughs> eating something off the floor last night. Do you remember you ate candy off the floor here? He's very happy with himself. What is in your mouth? What? What do you? What? It, what is in there? What is that? Where'd you get that? <laughs> yep. Off the floor. Yep. <laughs> Please don't eat stuff off the floor. Yep. Oh, the it, stuff they don't tell you. It never ends with kids, does it? Nope. I just wanted to say that um, you both might want to go to Cape Gunworks and take one of their classes mm. so you can get your license. So you might can, you know, pack a, a 32 while you're tooling around town because when the great equalizer comes around the time of November of next year, you'll both be protected. Have a great day. Yeah, well, thank you. I was just recently shooting in a place closer, mm-hmm. and uh, we do have we have some options around here. As a matter of fact, so I don't think we'd have to go to Cape Gunworks. Yeah, and I've uh, I've I have the paperwork. I've taken the class. Uh, we are. I will say this: we are protected to an extent, uh, Alice. We shouldn't give too much more away. Okay. When it comes to being a dog owner, what is the hardest thing to do? Quieting your dog, or trying to? By the way, hold on, Doctor Cheswick. Made no uh, segue. Nope. From the child with the candy stuff off to the get floor the gun. To the guns. Which I like, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what story I wanted to get what? to that I didn't get to. It made me think of it with the guns. Have you been hearing about this safe company? Oh, yes. Because I really safe. wanted to talk about this. The Liberty S- Safe so thing. So the feds go after a January 6th guy, and they roust him, and Liberty Safe sends them the code so that they can get into his safe and take his guns from him. Yes. And now people are boycotting Liberty Safe, and they could, and they, sh- they should, and it should go out of business. 
But yeah, what kind of safe company, especially one that calls itself Liberty Safe, right, has a backdoor code to all the safes? Right. right yeah. I mean, and if you, you just if- shouldn't have the backdoor code. If you don't have the backdoor code, this is the point Apple has tried to make to authoritarian governments forever. If they don't have a backdoor way to get into stuff, then they can never sell you out. There shouldn't be a backdoor way built because somebody will want to abuse it. And it might not be you, but somebody will want to. The safe company should go out of business. They should mm-hmm. not have a backdoor code to all the safes. They should not be able to get the feds into your safe after they've sold it to you. It should not even be a thing. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, yes, that was the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Thank goodness that made me remember. There you go. Because I was thinking when about kids and guns a- and having gun safes, and then my brain got there. When it comes to being a dog owner, what is the hardest thing to do? Quieting your dog? Or trying to give them a bath. Because when it comes to both of them, it's an absolute struggle for me. And I was wondering if you guys have the same issues with Pepper. Thanks. Okay, well, so uh, we don't bathe Pepper, I don't think. I do the hose in the yard. Pepper and dish soap. Alice hoses... (laughs) Alice hoses Pepper off as punishment no what, not punishment when pepper rolls in something no there's no alice no. doesn't like scrub the dog there's no like I happy scrub time her. for doggy bath no the, 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 the i don't that. scrub her but i do clean her with the hose okay when she's dirty Oh, you it's know, not we'll take punishment. it offline. It's not punishment. But Pepper, it, the foxhound, if you're ever looking for a, a dog, know this. The foxhound will not quit until it's hanging with you in the family. It will not quit. And occasionally may maul other dogs as well. So uh, just, but great dog for kids. Great dog for kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, I perhaps possibly would have looked at the brochure beforehand last time. She Alice, was tiny when we got her. Yeah, she was tiny when we got her. She has since then. Her and the kids have destroyed every single thing that <laughs> ever meant anything to me, as a unit, as a team, at least. So there's uh, that makes it's it a little better. It's good for helping you get rid of your attachment to material possessions. Right. Those my pictures of my parents. Mm-hmm. Material possessions. Okay. Uh, thank you all for listening uh, and getting through this week with us it was a big week uh we will be doing a food show tomorrow morning um we will then be back on sunday if you want to join us for the live streams and extra bonus content which we typically do on sundays that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel otherwise burn barrel in connecticut next wednesday see you there crumble